today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. One of the other elements uh, that uh, was discussed at great length uh, yesterday, of course, was uh, the proposal we talked about some time ago from the Carmen's Group. Uh, but there was a new wrinkle to it yesterday. The uh, The Carmen's Group made a no-strings-attached pitch to city councillors at the General Issues meeting, and it's bid to take over the operation of the three Hamilton Entertainment facilities. Carmen's, of course, already manages the convention center. Uh, there is a consortium at play here that has its eyes, we're told, on Sir John A. Macdonald's secondary school property, which is uh, Kitty Corner 2, First Ontario Centre. So what's this all about, and why were city councillors so nervous about moving forward on this? Well, P.J. Mercanti is the CEO of the Carbons Group, and he joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about that. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming in. Well, thank you, Bill. It's good After to be here. After a long session yesterday, I thought you might need a day off. but uh, <laughs> I got my coffee here, my good, good Timmy's good. here. Okay. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about what you guys are talking about, and then we'll get into the, the nuts and bolts of the meeting yesterday. I, I know that you've been on the show in the past, and, and talked about the idea of, of doing other things. And uh, you've done an outstanding job at the Carmen's Group of managing the convention center and turning that story around. Uh, but the other facilities uh, are also, of course, on the table right now. Now, you were involved in the initial uh, report that was done about what might happen with First Ontario Center. So you're a player in this already. Mm-hmm. So we sent a letter to council back in February signaling our intention to to help see those uh, entertainment facilities and convention facilities maximized in their current form. But we also wanted to start the conversation about what the next generation of these facilities look like. Uh, We were participants in the arena study back in 2015 that led into 16, uh, and we're happy to do so because we saw it as being an important community investment uh, in order to move the narrative forward with regards to that facility. Uh, We also were responding to Councillor Marula's motion back in November. That really was the the uh, foundation for a lot of what we're trying to do right now, where he, you know, he, you know, put a call out to the private sector to say, you know, who out there is is willing to look at these facilities and try to maximize what can be done with these facilities. And so we're essentially responding to his call to the private mm-hmm. sector. Uh, we, you know, we believe that uh, that's uh, more could be done with those facilities, uh, and and that it could that those facilities could be leveraged uh, for you know a greater entertainment precinct precinct concept. So we're just trying to push that conversation forward, push that narrative forward. Obviously, the the uh, the presentation we made yesterday at council uh, with uh, our consortium's desire to to put some private sector dollars towards a study. Uh, of what a potential entertainment precinct would look like. Uh, it was presented before council, and obviously there was a lot of uh, commentary around that. But we're just trying to push the yardsticks forward, Bill. We're trying to, to, to make this a priority where it otherwise may not have been. And uh, and we're hopeful that's, that we'll continue to just push the yardsticks forward. Well, th- and I'm going to go back to a conversation I had with Mayor Eisenberger about this a couple of months ago, I guess, uh, when he was sitting right there in that chair. And I asked about the arena. I think it was during one of his town halls, and somebody had sent an email and asked him about the future of that. And this is, of course, after yep. the, that report had come forward. And, and the mayor seemed to indicate at that time that, well, there's still some options, yada, 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 but it could take years before we come around to anything. And I had a, a real discomfort level with that because I don't want this to take years. Uh, on the other end of the side, I, spectrum, I, I, I don't want to make a rash decision and just say, let's do this. I understand you have to explore options. 
But uh, with every passing year, this is a, a facility that gets more and more tired and is going to fall into disfavor and literally start to, to fall apart if you don't put the kind of money into it. So something needs to be done sooner than later. And and I, I told him at the time, and I, I'd like to think the message is starting to resonate with some of the counselors, if you want to move quickly on this, you've got to involve the private sector because people in the private sector don't have time to drag their heels. No, for sure. And and, and, and you need to strike while the iron is hot, so to speak. You know, we, we need to do this while the market's hot, the economy's, uh, you know, booming. Uh, we're not in a recession. Uh, and, not and yet. Not yet. And so, so you know, do we want to wait till a recession before we push the yardstick forward on this? Uh, it might not be the same. Uh, there might not be the same appetite, the same temperature uh, from the private sector partners uh, then. So it's important to, 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 you know, strike while the iron is hot and, uh, and make things happen, you know, when the right environment is, is at play to make it happen. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.